0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the episode of Just Say Guay. I'm your host, George Guay. i Alfonso Serrano, who is the soccer player at Providence College, the defenseman, who is also the brother of Joao Serrano, who was on this show four years ago, which I can't believe. Alfonso, thanks for on the show.
1: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, George.
0: Yeah, small world How you're on the show now. So how's life in Firetown? You know, the season's underway. School started. You're an NBA student. You get that big W against URI yesterday. What's this, what's this all been? Yes, like? sir. Uh,
1: so far, everything's uh, has been going great. Could be a little bit better because uh, ever since the first half preseason, I've been injured uh, in my hamstring. Uh, but hopefully, I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back soon. Uh, the team's looking great. A uh, lot of new guys here. Um, you think it's going to be a great season? We hope so. Um, Regarding the whole school and the environment so far, uh, I have nothing to complain. Like every everyone seems uh, really nice, um, and uh, I'm liking my classes so far as well. And uh, hopefully, it's going to be uh, a great season this year. That's what what we're aiming for.
0: Yeah, definitely should be a great season. I know uh, Coach Stuart puts out a lot of great teams every year. ever Since I got to Providence College and before then. So I- mm-hmm. To start with uh, where each guest is from. You're from Portugal. I was just wondering what was it like growing up in that soccer culture. Just because you know, I have a few questions on it.
1: Yeah, uh, it's been a big part of my life ever since I was a kid. Especially with uh, my brother and my father. My father always playing. Um, I've been playing ever since I was five years old, and uh, I think I, I played uh, every single day ever since I was a kid, unless uh, there was something going on that didn't allow me to do it. And um, this year, I actually have five Portuguese guys in the team, which also helps. Um, We have uh, also some Spanish guys here. And I think that the culture um, so far has been great uh, within the team. And um, I think everyone agrees with it uh, as well.
0: Yeah, it definitely sounds like a a great place to grow up. And obviously, a great thing that makes being on the team more special, you know, I, I was amazed when I first got to school how many international players there were just how big the game is all over the world, meaning guys like your brother and Tiago, many other players in the team. I was wondering in terms of just how competitive it is, because, you know, we have a lot of competitive sports here in the United States, but we don't really have a sport like soccer where people kind of really take on the sport and play since they're born. Uh, I think that's part of the reason why we don't, you know, compete for the World Cup is because, you know, you see so many of these countries like Portugal, Spain, Argentina, Everyone really focuses on soccer. I was just wondering how competitive was it growing up to, you know, ultimately stand out and just be recognized as a good player?
1: Yeah, I got it. Uh, I think that in Europe, it's it's way different than how it works here in America. Maybe it's changing a little, little bit now. Um, but uh, in, in Portugal, I would say that every single guy that, uh, every single kid wants to be a football player, every single one. Um it's just in our in our culture everyone uh, plays it. It's like the main sport there. It's like the the first option for every kid. And um, even though we are also, we are a small country, as you said, it's in it's in our culture. It's in our blood to like to to play soccer. And uh, regarding um, how competitive it is, it is very competitive, uh, even in the in the youth teams. Because as I said, most players, most uh, most kids want to be soccer players. And um, the the schools are are very good and they are accessible to to everyone, which I think is a is a big difference uh, from what happens here in America. Hopefully, that's going to change in the in the near future. But um, everyone has the chance to to play at a at a very high level, and it shows, uh, especially when you get to, to older to, to the older ages, as um, usually those kids are more prepared than what you see here uh, in America, but. Again, I think that's changing now. And you can see from the level of college sports so far has been increasing uh, a lot and attracting, uh, as you can see by our team and many others, a lot of international students. And um, hopefully that, that will be the way forward as well.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine how competitive it must have been compared to the environment I competed in as a soccer player. It's just like you said, I lot to play soccer uh, in Portugal. I think it's going to with the fact that, like you said, the... National team is having some success. You're seeing some American players playing the Premier, thinking, hey, we're getting the World Cup in uh, just a few years and, you know, yeah. special. So, uh, my last question about playing Portugal is just, you know, obviously to have that success, you got to have someone to motivate you guys and inspire you. And you guys have Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, arguably the best yeah. in the world. And from your country, you know, I know in the United States we have so many, you know, good athletes across various sports, but I can only think of a few places in the world where one, uh, athlete really takes up the spotlight. You know, Portugal with Ronaldo, Argentina with Messi, show Otani definitely in baseball. You know, what's it like just having? Uh, I know there's many great players in Portugal, but just one guy that really sticks out amongst uh, the rest.
1: Well, it, it makes you it makes you feel special, you know, because every single place that I that I go to outside of Portugal, when I say I'm from Portugal, everyone just says, "Oh, Ronaldo," and uh, it, it's true, like. Uh, and uh, whenever we have a heated discussion about who the best player in the world is, Ronaldo is always there. And um, I think it's important to come from a, a country that is not as big. And I would say that uh, not a lot of people know a lot about Portugal. But having this player that highlights uh, the quality of uh, what, we make, what we make there uh, makes us feel a little bit more special in the international environment.
0: Yeah, for sure. And obviously, the more that Ronaldo has moved, the more exposure Portugal has gotten. I know the World Cup's on a world stage, Just is the fact that he's been successful where he's gone and definitely makes Portugal look a lot better as a soccer country uh, going forward. So I was just wondering, you know, I want to get into growing up with Joao, who's been on the show in the past. Um, it's just what was it like you two growing up playing soccer and just pushing each other to become you know, great soccer players? Because I've noticed that in pro sports and obviously goes down to college and high school, it seems like the people that have siblings their age are better off in terms of the competition and just pushing pushing each other to get better. Yeah, that's that's something that um, he'll be proud of of, of
1: listening to because uh, uh, he, we have a five difference age gap, a five years uh, difference age gap, and um, so it showed. Like when when he was 15, I was 10 years old, and we still play together. Of course, he would meet, he would beat me every single time, every single time. He's a very good player, and especially being five years older, uh, things would get really competitive. And I'd say that most times I would just get upset and start screaming at him, doing everything that I could, and he would just he would just not take it easy on me, which uh, allowed me to be much more competitive and develop my character as a better player and as a better person, keeping my cool and being more competitive in uh in every single environment. So when I played with kids my age, it seemed easier because I was used to playing with. Someone that's five years older than me, and so he always played a big part in my my development, not only as a player, but also uh, also as a person.
0: Yeah, it's so great to hear. So I was just wondering, in terms of trying to tie Providence College and you know YouTube together, because I'm sure that you wanted to come here was influenced by his success here as well. What were your impressions of PC in terms of Jalal playing here? Just because. It definitely worked out for him right away. You know, he was starting many, many games as a freshman, and it became a captain. Went to the NCAA tournament, left his mark here on the school, and it worked out educational wise. Got a great education. What did you see from it early on that made you think, you know, this is a really good thing to be a part of, and I'm happy. You know, it's worked out for him.
1: Okay, so not only the program seem to to be great, and all the all the infrastructure that. Um, they have here the conditions are great in the way that people are treated, but I think that's what stood out the most was um the whole environment uh, surrounding the players. So it was just it wasn't just about having performance in school and having performance in the field, it's like you're actually part of a family, you're actually uh, the people that surround you actually care about you, actually care about your needs outside of, of, of the school, and um. I think that all of that made it feel like home to him. And um, that passed on to me as well, uh, The that whole culture. Of course, he also helped that uh, I watched basically every single game that I could in Portugal, even though it was like 1 a.m., the game's there. But um, especially that game against Maryland, uh, the 5-4, the special game I was watching at home with my parents. The game. Um, yeah, it, it just made me feel like... Um, this was the place to come. I came to visit him in 2018, I think. And uh, I just saw, I just felt it. I had the, the firsthand experience of what would be like to be a student here. And um, that helped with my decision. And he also, he only had good things to say about the program. So uh, here I am.
0: Yeah, it's amazing how it worked out for him. And then just a few years later, you're here, so could you talk about where you played before you came to Providence and just what that experience was like?
1: Yeah, uh, so I started playing in my hometown club, the same as, as my brother. Uh, I played there for about four years. Then I ended up playing in Benfica for another four years. At the same time that my brother was playing in sporting, so it was funny because my my father would drive us uh, to Lisbon because <laughs> we lived one hour, one hour and 30 minutes away from Lisbon. Uh, During four years, he would take my brother to Sporting Academy, and then he would take me to Benfica, and on the way back would pick up my brother again, and we would go home. Um, Then I eventually came back um, to my hometown to play still national competitions. And uh, on my last years um, before coming to PC, I was already in Lisbon again while I was doing my undergraduate uh, courses, still playing national championships. And in my last year, Uh, I played uh, college sports in in Portugal Um, in
0: Okay, gotcha. So I was just wondering in terms of making the decision to come here, I know that it sounds like you considered wanting to play here for a bit. When did it become official? I'm just asking that because, you know, you're not a typical transfer in terms of, you know, COVID playing in the United States. You know, you played in a different country. How did that all work? And when did you know you were coming here?
1: Uh, so my first contact with PC, as I told you, was in 2018. Uh, there was the possibility of coming here to do my undergraduate studies uh, about about the time I was 18 years old. Um, and we discussed it, but the whole process would just take a lot of time with the visas, uh, the F1 eligibility, all of that stuff. And so it would force me to stop for a year my studies so that I could go back on the next semester. And so I just decided to stay uh, playing in Portugal and, and do my undergraduate there, and uh, as I finished my undergraduate studies, I started doing my masters, which is I'm doing, which is something that I'm finishing now in Portugal, my masters in finance, and uh, during this last uh, semester of the masters, I'm just doing my thesis, and it's something that I can do anywhere uh, in the world, and uh, so the opportunity showed showed itself again. There was still interest from from PC, and so I just took it.
0: I think it was probably the best decision you could make at the time. People coming in Providence, it's the best decision they can make. It was the best decision for me, even though I didn't play soccer. Absolutely enjoyed being there. So just getting to PC soccer. What do you like about this team so far? I know it's you know early in the season, but, you know, you've been with these guys for a long time, you know, training in the summer. What's showing well so far? Uh, so far, I mean, our record is
1: uh, two, two and two. it's not it's not a great, but I think this this team has a lot to show for and I think we're going to show it. Uh, if you had this podcast in December, maybe our conversation is, is going to be different. I hope so because uh, I think the results are, are, are going to be there because of, of what I can see so far, besides the whole competitiveness is that people take it very seriously. Uh, even the transfers, the freshmen that, that are just coming here now, I think everyone's embracing the culture very quickly, and that's something that's passed on by um, the whole staff, who really feel like a family here. And I think that's something that's going to give us uh, great results going forward.
0: Yeah, for sure. And you know, obviously, it's early in the season, but it seems like that uh, you know you got a big win last night and can definitely carry into UMass. So yeah, I-, I talked about a lot of players that have come on the show that uh, aren't from the United States. You know, you got to make that jump from where you're playing used to your whole life to playing American soccer. I posted Josh Boma, who plays for the Revolution. Uh, He's from Ghana. JC Nagando, who uh, plays for the Vancouver Whitecaps. Uh, He uh, came from France to the United States to play college soccer. What do you notice about the difference? Uh,
1: I think that the the biggest difference that I find is in terms of the game management part, because, especially with the, the whole thing uh, with being able to stop the clock uh, the substitutions are different and I think the whole game I think especially because most players are younger than I'm used to play in Portugal and the, the first teams the whole game tempo is managed in a in a very in a very different manner because um, in Portugal as you meet more experienced players, I think that the game is managed in in a way where, the team that's winning usually uh, keeps the ball for longer, it takes a little bit more time. There's some time wasting here. I think that everyone, beside despite being despite winning or losing, they, they always want to play. Like there's their eagerness to play and to enjoy uh, the whole the whole ninety minutes of of the game. And so I feel that it's a little bit more fast paced, but at times it can also be a little bit more impatient. If you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, it's a great way to look at it. A lot of people have said similar things. So I was just wondering, you mentioned the community, how great it's been. What's it like so far just being a student athlete? You know, Do you interact with a lot of athletes that aren't on the soccer team? I know that when uh, I was there, a lot of the student athletes would actually do workouts together to kind of build a, a culture across the school. You know, hockey's a really good team here, basketball. And there's a lot of other great teams that have strong seasons while you're you're not at a school where just one sport really defines the school you know that happens a lot across other uh, colleges it's not the case here um what's that experience been like
1: so far it uh, has been great because uh like like you said we share a lot of common spaces uh for example the, the men's track team shares the locker room with us we're all we're always hanging out with those guys they always come to watch our games i think that they're they're our number one fans we call them our hooligans they're always on the other side of the of the stands uh, screaming for us. Um, I also like to watch every every other sport. As you said, as soon as the basketball season starts, everyone's going to come down to watch the games as well. And so having those interactions inside and outside of the field, uh, I think it, as you said, brings a lot of that sense of community and everyone being interested in each other's success. It's not only the, the, the success of that specific program, it's the success of the school. Um, and, all, and all of the athletics department. So, uh, so far it has been a good experience. It's only been a, a little bit over a month, but uh, hopefully it's going to be a great year for, for all the sports here. I think the, the program been, has been doing a, a great effort in that sense. And um, I really believe it's going to be a very successful year for for Frytown.
0: Yeah, me too. And you know, that's great because, you know, every student can relate to things in terms of what school is like, but to have other people, that aren't on your team, that are going through similar things, whether they play different sports, great just to have that. Someone you can talk to. I know it's such a small school and great community. So let's get into this next game against UMass. What's the key to getting, you know, win against them? The only reason why I'm interested, you know, in seeing how this game plays out is just because of the fact that Providence doesn't really play UMass that often. I don't believe they played them when uh, I was at school. It's an unfamiliar team uh, to you guys. We're looking forward to about the game. And what are the keys to getting that win?
1: Uh, so, as the coaches usually say, the next game is, is our is our next opportunity is the one that we usually focus the most, and it's one of our last hour of conference plays. And so our goal is just to to make as as many points for the ranking as we can uh, before we start uh, before we start the biggest play. And um I think the key going forward is 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 the same that we've been talking about, which is consistency throughout the the whole match. We've been practicing very well. We have we had some some bad luck because uh, of some injuries uh, of some very important players uh, in the last weeks. But I think that the team is is going strong. In every single game, we have seen improvements, especially in terms of that game management and that consistency. And uh, I think UMass is just going to be another opportunity for us to uh, put ourselves out there and, and really step up our game before we start the biggest play
0: yeah, you know it's uh, really all about getting those wins early on to put you in a better chance to make the tournament and obviously get ready for those big East games. should be a great game up against UMass. Bonzo, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure and best of luck in this upcoming week. Thank you so much, George, It was a pleasure as well. Right, have a going.